part of the Talking Tesla podcast, and I am very excited, very excited, super excited, very, very excited, because I got an update to the S, and in that update to the S, it says you can now do battery preconditioning, so the idea there is that you're going on a long distance, and it says, okay, stop at the supercharger and charge here, and what it will do before it gets there, it'll start to warm the batteries up. And supposedly, this can increase the rate of charge by about 25% at a V2 supercharger because they've increased V2 supercharging to up to 150 kilowatts, right? 150 kilowatts. If you're by yourself on that, uh, what do they call them, ballad? If you're by yourself, a theoretical 150 kilowatts with this preconditioning. Now, as I remember, Tesla said that is for 100 kilowatt hour battery packs, and in fact, um, who was this from? Uh, Clean Technica actually called them, asked them, now, are you sure it's just for the hundreds? And they said, yeah, it's just for the hundreds for now. And then what they're going to do is try out other battery packs to make sure this works. So this might actually come, 150 V2 charging might come down to the other cars. I have an S with a 90 kilowatt hour battery pack. I haven't got to use it yet on one of these 150 uh, kilowatt V2 chargers but it'll be interesting to see exactly where it maxes out. Now, if I go into my screen now and I click on superchargers here in California, oh, hello, ding. If I click on how many kilowatts, the chargers now are saying 150 kilowatts. I haven't done it in all of them. I'm actually going to run out to the car now and do more of them, but at least the ones in sort of the LA area, like in Santa Monica and Culver City and the ones I clicked on there, are all now saying peak rate of 150, but remember, that's still probably just for the 100 kilowatt hour battery, and I'm sure we'll hear more, but that's 25% fast with the battery preconditioning, and that is great. That should get you, by my estimation, if you're in a Model 3, instead of a peak of around 500 miles per hour of charging, a theoretical like 625 miles per hour of charging, which is sweet. Oh, and I should say the Model 3 should get that full 150 kilowatts. So it should be in Model 3 and the 100 kilowatt hour big batteries for S and X is my understanding. So let's do this. Let's go to the car and have a look at the screen and see where these 150 kilowatt chargers are. Because the question is, is it a change to the superchargers themselves where they have to bring in more pipe and more electrons? Or is it a change simply to the car being able to accept more? Let's go do some crappy audio from the car. In the S and we're going to look for some superchargers nearby and some ones that aren't. So it's a busy day here in California. I'm looking at the map. I'm I'm zooming out, and uh, let's do, here's one here, is Santa Clarita, which is north of Los Angeles, and it's a 10 of 24 cells available, 150 kilowatt max. Okay, let's go further. Let's go to this one here in Oxnard. Oxnard has 20 stalls, 17 of which are available, 150 kilowatt max. Very exciting. Let me see if I can find the one down in Hawthorne. And where are you, one in Hawthorne? One of eight stalls available, 150 kilowatts. The reason I did the one in Hawthorne is because that's where SpaceX is and that's where we're supposed to be getting superchargers that do superchargers 3, 250 kilowatts. Let me, let me get out of California if I can. It's a little slow, this connection here. And go all the way over here somewhere. I don't even know where this is because it's not refreshing, but I'm going to press on it. 
So this is in Whistler, British Columbia, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's a 72. So that is a Metro Charger. And here is one in Squamish, British Columbia. I don't know if I said that right. It, too, is a 150-kilowatt charger. So through North America here, um, it looks like all of the V2s have now been upgraded to 150 kilowatts. So that's pretty interesting, right? So now it begs the question, if through validation they decide the car can take even faster charge and just a firmware upgrade will allow it to occur, what is the max that's at these V2s? Is it getting 200 kilowatts per ballad? Is that the number? What is the number? What theoretically could we get up to if they continue to show that they can safely charge these V2s faster? It would be kind of sweet if it was sort of around the 200 kilowatt range. Wow, that would be a significant improvement. Um, You know, not as fast as the V3s, but what is going to be the rate limiting step? Is it the actual sort of charger in the car? Is it the heat when you start pumping that many electrons through? Would you have to change out the cables? But this is exciting. It suggests that we can go even further. See, once you give me 150, I want 200. Once I get 200, I want 250. When I go to a V3 and I get 250, you know I'm going to want 350 and on and on it goes. But this is pretty exciting. And before we go further, I got a disturbing um, email from Paul B. who says, you know that Times Square billboard piece that you did on uh, your daily show about uh, the fact that this Chinese rideshare company had gotten like 273s and 20% of them were just useless and it was taking forever to get them fixed. He uh, sent me to a Tesla Motors Club thread which suggests that that whole thing was fake and that I should never use Business Insider because it's full of crap. I actually can't work out from that thread if it's fake, but I'll take you at your word, Paul B, that that story was horse poopy. And it's really disturbing that it's hard to tell now when stuff is fake or not. So if anybody else has any information on that, whether that whole thing was complete crap or not, I'll let you know. But I will say this, I've had to take my S and 3 and uh, the wife's X in quite a few more times than I have my prior cars. So until recently, I'm sort of the Honda Civic kind of guy and the Toyota Highlander. And they basically never broke. There was a lot of recalls on the Highlander, but the amount of times rinky-dink little things the Model 3s and Xs and Ss have had to go back is really too much, frankly. And it shows that they've still got growing pains when it comes to just the just the little things that used to happen sort of in Australian-built cars, I assume same in the American-built cars, in the sort of 70s and 80s. They just weren't put together, and the Japanese ran way ahead with their lean technologies and their ability to fix things. So it just seems to me that... Tesla needs to catch up so there are less of these little rinky-dink, not big things that break, but annoying enough that you have to have them fixed. But much more important, Paul B., thank you very much. That billboard thing may have been a complete load of horse hucky pucks. Ah, and I got another letter here, which is frustrating because I don't know the right thing to do. So this is from Corey Immendike. I don't remember how to pronounce your name, Corey. You know me. Who's been with us for a long time and a big supporter. So thank you for that. But he's like, Mel, can you take the Talking Tesla feed and the Elon Daily feed and make them separate? Because I use Overcast and I like to listen to the Daily Show when I sort of jump in the car, go to work, morning commute, and the longer shows when I'm on a lunch break or doing something else. And uh, having them as two separate ones makes that a lot easier. So I'm really interested in what other people say because I want to do, it's easy for me to do it either way. But the problem for us is then, you know, do we do have a separate Twitter feed and all this stuff? And I didn't want to support all that. And I thought it would be a lot easier, less confusing to have it in one place. And a lot of people said, 
just make it one place. So if you want to vote, just send us an email at info at talkingtesla.net. If there is sort of an outcry, as with Corey saying, look, put them all in one place, then we'll seriously consider doing that. All right. We want to do the right thing. Right now, it seems like having them just in one feed is the not a perfect solution, but the best solution for us and for most people. But I'm open to suggestions. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks for listening to the show. It really you know, makes us feel good about that. Um, go on to iTunes, though, and leave us a rating and review and make sure it's good to your friends. And, um, you know, we really want to thank the patrons. The patrons are the people who give us some cash per month, which allows us to do stuff like, you know, pay for the hosting and uh, do some editing and mastering. And if you want to be a patron, just like click on the link in the notes here. It would really be helpful. Give us a couple of bucks a month. It'd be super cool if you did that because we really want to expand and continue and, I don't know, just groveling. Basically, your basic groveling. Patrons, love you long time.